Hello and welcome to episode 124 of the Nintendo Switch UK podcast. It's just myself and Al tonight. Uh, Alistair? We, yes, well, we've been abandoned. I mean, to be fair, Anton deserves, I think he's having a holiday, isn't he? He's away somewhere, I feel. He told us in advance he wasn't going to be here. Yeah. Yeah, which was nice so, of nice of him. I mean, we did we did have um, James lined up, but sadly James was unable to join us this evening in the end. But we'll hopefully get James back on at some point. It would be nice to 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 get his uh, he's quite he's one of these people, James, that plays a lot of games. So it's always good to have him on because he can kind of keep us right where we're all trying to like juggle a million things. So is James, but he always finds time. <laughs> he does, unlike us, we're terrible at gaming. Did yeah. did you remember to ask? Emily or Leona? I know I I didn't ask Emily or Leona. No, did I didn't, and it wasn't anything personal. It was simply that I was very busy today, and I thought, you know what? Let's just make it rather than make them feel that they're re- a replacement for James. I thought we would be much better to actually specifically invite them to an actual show from the beginning. So we'll do that. So we'll do that. Well, after here's the hoping show. they don't listen to this and realise that we didn't invite them. No, but if they listen, if they're listening to this, then no, we didn't invite them because we didn't want them to feel like they were a backup. That's a very different reason. So it's fine. Because they're not backups. They are very much part of the team. So we'll get them on soon. Indeed. Indeed. Anyway, it's been a pretty good week. Mike, we did an expansion chat this week, didn't we? Well, well, you, well you did. I, I wasn't there because, unfortunately, I was I was unable to um, get out of the rehearsal. Now that live events have started again, I'm, I'm playing a lot of live events. We had some rehearsals this week and that did take me into Wednesday. But you did have a, an expansion chat. And am I right? And so this is for our Patreons, for those that don't know, for anyone that signs up and uh, becomes one of our patrons in the N64 tier, which is the top tier, then you get invited to this monthly uh, sort of get-together. And I believe you played a game. We did. We played Knockout City, which is it's obviously it's free. It's the, uh, for those that forgotten what it is, it's the EA sort of volleyball first-person shooter. For want of a better description, that's kind of what it is. Running around the level, throw Dodge a volleyball ball. at each other and try and knock, your, knock other people out. And you know what? It was actually really good fun. It's free to play until your character reaches, I think it's level 25. Mm. And then you've got to buy the actual game for about 25 quid or something like that. Right. Um, and I think we all came to the conclusion that it was surprisingly good fun. We all thoroughly enjoyed it, but I don't think any of us were minded to go and pay for it afterwards. Mm. Which is interesting, because we all had a really good time, but it just... Mm, the modes were... Well, we played two different modes. We played one where it was uh, three versus three, and it was kind of just good fun battles, and it was, it was, it was you know, you re- you got hit, you respawned, you got hit, you respawned. It was the traditional thing. But when you did four v four, you had uh, a knockout game where literally you got hit, and that was you out. Oh right, and whichever team got everyone out first won. Quite and, like that. Uh, that was far less fun because we realised we were all terrible at it. Oh, I see. Fair enough. <laughs> we got our asses handed to us. But that's actually the normal game. We we did pretty well, actually. It was it was good fun. We missed you though, Mike. And I think one or two of the members specifically missed well, killing you, frankly, because well, that's I, normally what we do in Expansion Chat. I w- yeah, I was going to say that whenever we play something, which is often among us, um, it is usually me that is the victim quite quickly. So I, in some ways, it might have been good that I wasn't there because I feel like I would have um, not lasted very long in the knockout. Well, I think I took the brunt of the attacks that would normally have been aimed at you, mm. which is fine. <laughs> 
He says through gritted teeth. Uh, but yes, if you want to join us, then please head to nsukp.co.uk forward slash support dash us. All the money that we get in from you guys, it all goes straight back onto the podcast. And we do regular things like, well, we've done a couple of mugs now as well for our, our top tier people who have been there for a little while. And uh, as well as that, there's about eight, nine extra podcasts a month. In fact, one of my jobs this evening is to uh, upload this week's as we come to the end of the week or the beginning of the week, depending on whether you count Sundays the first day or the last day of the week. Um, but um, you, we've uh, we've got a few extras on there, so definitely worth checking out if you are um, a fan of the show. And thank you for downloading. If you are just going to continue on the basis you are, have you played anything else this week, Alistair? Um, no, I have not actually. Mm. I think that's the entire extent of my gaming. But I'm still firmly in uni mode. In fact, I'm at the pointy end of uni mode now. I've got about two, three weeks, and then it's all done. I then get back to playing video games, which I'm yes. very excited about. Excellent. Um, I have played a bit more of the game I was telling you about last week, the sort of pinball um, hybrid from Team 17s. That you, I can never remember what the actual name of the game is, but it's really good. Yuka's Island Escape. Island Escape, I think it's called. Uh, I'll, I'll quickly Google it so I can get it correct. because uh, Yoku's Island Escape, yes. Uh, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun, I must admit. It's a very, very easy pick-up-and-play game. It's on sale at the moment for about three ninety nine. Definitely recommend that. Um, team 17 are behind it it's not their development but one of their teams develop it it's really really good game uh, and the other one that I've picked up uh, which I haven't started yet but I, well I have I've started the loading screen but I was hopefully going to try and start tonight is Captain Subasa. so I'm really excited about that because it's a football RPG Wah! so that's going to be fun for me so <sighs> That's really my thing. It's, Actually, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what you say about this game because yeah. you know there's a lot of hype. A lot of people have loved the franchise, and it's been it took quite a long time to get to us from memory. It was one of these ones that was in development for a while. Is that right, or is that the sequel? Uh, well, I don't remember. All I know is it's a franchise that's been around for a long time in Asia, in Japan specifically. It's, it's about thirty years old now, and I think this game is kind of a reimagining of the original kind of vibe of it and the story is is um there's two different story modes and it's you know it's not like it's not like playing fifa but i quite like the story mode in fifa so i kind of figure i'm going to probably quite like this because i like story modes and you know i'll i'll report back once i get onto it i just haven't had the chance to really get started yet so um but i will i will it'll happen excellent Cool. And it's, that is going to be my, my plan this week uh, at some point. Um, but yes, I think uh, because we have less of us this week, let's get straight on to it and start talking about this week's news. Tell us what people want to know. First up, Mega Cat Studios have announced a food fight... Food fight... <sighs> Let me try that again. Yeah, come on. Food, They're a food, professional. You do voice of... In fact, before we started recording this, you were just recording some corporate background thing about you know, a corporate briefing video or something i don't know what it's for it's just a corporate voiceover i was just so you do this yeah. for a living you speak words for yeah, a but, living mike come on you can do this when I you, reco- you when you record a voiceover you get to do a couple of takes so take two uh, <laughs> mega cat studios have announced a food fight reboot unofficial title first for atari vcs and other consoles after that and it's coming in 2022 now mega cat studios i have a uh, the evercade which is the kind of modern retro console with actual carts that you can play. I have the handheld version. They have just announced and will be releasing a uh, sort of console version which will have two players and all sorts. But I have the handheld and I have the Mega Cat collection. So I have some of these games. Um, So it is an old one. It is a a reboot of uh, a classic. But it sometimes when you're when you're picking games from that era, Al, 
I know I'm a big retro gamer, but is this game one that should be left in the past? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, this. It depends which way they go. They've really not given us any details on this at all, other than saying that they're going to create a modern version of this game based on what, the 1983 arcade and then the Atari 7800 it was on. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, back then it was very much what you'd expect, just a, a little 2D sprite running around the screen chucking food at other 2D sprites on a screen and basically having a food fight. Now, there's many ways you can interpret that, and we don't know how they're going to do it. We've got no screenshots, we've got no videos, no trailers, just a press release, and... It doesn't. It, it tells you that you can run around. You've got thirty weapons, and you can pick up special items. And kitchens are got different characteristics, and that's fine. Okay, but are we still talking like two D top down food fight? Is it this like Bomberman style, which could be quite good fun, or is this suddenly going to be like a third person or first person action game running around chucking pies at each other? I mean, we have no idea what the game's going to be, and depending on the direction they take this, it could end up being a brilliant game, or it could end up being absolute cack. And, I mean, I'm worried because my gut feeling without knowing anything about it is that this is going to be absolute cack. I hope I'm proved wrong. I mean, what, what's your feeling on it? Um, well, first of all, Mega Cat do some really cool indie stuff. So I'm hoping that they do a good job of this. I don't expect this to be a AAA title, but it doesn't need to be. Look at the success of smaller multiplayer titles like uh, Tricky Towers or uh, Overcooked, you know, so you can actually, uh, and in fact, there's there's other games um, with even less sort of uh, convoluted art, things like Super Blood Hockey, which is a remake of the Hockey NES game. It's a great multiplayer. So if they get it right, if they can get this right, it could be, a, and the pricing's right, if it's, you know, £10 or less, then... It might be a potential multiplayer game to add to the collection, but like you, I'm a little concerned because it's such an old one, but the fact they haven't given us too much means I think it will be quite different to the original, and I'm hoping so. Not because the original wasn't great for its time, but if you go and play it, you want to go and play the original as it is, and and you can forgive it for all its shortcomings, whereas I think with a reboot, you've got to to kind of like do a good job of it. (laughs) So that's where I'm like... Uh, I hope they do. I really do. But we we shall see. It is coming 2022, so they've got a bit of time. But I'm intrigued by it. As I say, I, I think a multiplayer, I'm always for that. So let's see what happens. Uh, next up, PixArts have announced and released Easy Flight Simulator for the Nintendo Switch. Now, <laughs> I quite like the idea of this, but oh my word, it doesn't look particularly beautiful graphically. That, that's the one we're putting. I was reading Nintendo Life's article on this, and they basically said it looks like a video game from the very early 2000s. And you know what? They are spot on. It really does. It is graphically quite bad. It's only a few quid. Consider though. the modern alternatives. I mean, I was around at um, a friend's house yesterday, two days ago, and he was showing me the uh, Microsoft Flight Sim on the Xbox Series S, uh-huh. and it is gorgeous. It is stunning. The lighting, the effects, everything is just so beautiful. I mean, even on the Switch, we've got Flight Sim alternatives out there. There's a couple of them. I mean, there's there's Flight Sim 2019 and a couple of other kicking around, and they don't look half bad. This this looks like it kind of belongs maybe on an N64, maybe slightly better than an N64, yeah. but not much, Mike. <laughs> it, it's probably, I know, I think, to give it its due, it's probably PS1, I would say, to be honest. It's, it's, it's a mobile game. That's basically what it looks one. like. In fact, that's probably what it was developed as. I, to be honest, it's not even a mobile game. I mean, some of the mobile games these days are, are, are stunning. It's not quite that. But 
if it plays well and it does the simulator simulatory bits quite well, I don't think it matters so much because obviously it is supposed to be a simulator. So I'm interested to see how it plays, but it's only a few quid, so you know. But if you have an Xbox, then pff, yeah, there's not really any point. Um, but it is out now, so check it out. Next up, Red Deer Games have announced the last survey for the Nintendo Switch. It's a black and white visual novel. It's coming out on the 6th of August. I've checked out the prices on it, and it's about it's just over a tenner, I think it's going to be. Um, I really, I'm quite taken by this, and I think it's because they've done a lot with very little. It's very much it's like a text adventure visual novel, really, for those. So people these days call it a visual novel. I call it a text adventure with minimal graphics in it, but I quite like that. Yeah, I saw this and thought, this looks like this might be up Mike's street. I mean, <laughs> you were there's, right. there's a lot of... It's not often I say there's a lot of love has gone into a video game, but this is one of these ones that I get the feeling there's a lot of love gone into this video game. So yeah. every every scene is a hand-drawn piece of artwork, and that takes a lot of time and effort. And when I say every scene, I do mean it is hand-animated, like the old-school animations where they would draw, I don't know... One or two drawings per second. Now, this isn't quite that. This is maybe one drawing per second. But a whole story told like that is a labour of love. Mm-hmm. And whoever has made this, I think it was Red Deer Games are publishing it. I think it's from SA Games. I presume they're a developer, but not looked into it in any great detail. They have really, really tried with what I think sounds like a pretty good score in the background and multiple endings and branching and you've got different uh, dialogue and monologue options. I'm intrigued to know what the difference between a dialogue and a monologue option is. But they're in there. Uh, and mm. it has quite a lot of potential. It does scream Mike to me, though. I mean, you know, uh, in which case it should be fabulous, you'd imagine. But um, it is. I do like the look of it, I have to say. And I think the price is about right for what it is. I think it sits in the right ballpark of what you would want uh, price-wise. It's just over a tenner, I think it is. Um, and I think, as you said, you can tell there's a labour of love with that. You know, you can tell you put a lot of effort into that, albeit it's it's a smaller kind of game that that isn't going to compete with some of the bigger visual novels. It's not going to be Danganronpa, but I think um, if you want something a bit different, that could be the one. So very interested by that one. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to... To, to check it out. In fact, I don't have to wait long. It's out in a few days' time. So whether Indeed, or not, and if you pre-order it, there's a forty percent discount. Ah, fabulous. Uh, next up, Agevic have announced Apple Slash for the Nintendo Switch. It's a pixel-based hack and slasher, and it's out now. When I saw this on paper, Al, uh, I thought, uh, without seeing any of the visuals, I thought, oh, hack and slash pixel art. Uh, but then I watched the trailer and thought, I quite like this. <laughs> I just heard the name Apple Slash and thought. Is this an iPhone game? What's going yeah, on? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, could not have been further from from the truth. What I find amusing is that this game is coming out on literally every platform I could think of. It's on sort of every Xbox, every PlayStation. It's on the Switch. It's on. It's it's everywhere, and it's just a. It's like a prototype. It's not even. I mean, it is a real game, but the the bloke that's made this has said it was. He was really just testing the water for something bigger to see how things worked and build up the mechanics and learn stuff so this is just a little learning project that he's decided to chuck out and monetize and it looks kind of cool i mean it's a very very muted uh visual aesthetic you've literally got three colors there's white there's black and there's red and you've got a little black and white character runs around a little little bracket black and white landscape confined to i think sort of certain areas or drawn out with a white line and you hack and slash your way through many, many monsters with a big old sword that can be powered up and creates lots of red. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's like it's nice. I like it. I like the art style. It's it's got 
you know, some of the most successful indies look like that. And that's always a good way to start. You know, it reminds me of your kind of Undertale kind of vibe graphically. And um, that's not a bad thing. Um, What's the other one? Hood. Uh, Everhood. That's the other one. Um, So, yeah, definitely. um, And there's another one that's like a a sort of top down one that you can play, which is a couple of a couple of quid which has got a vibe of that too so yeah it's it, I, i'm interested to see how it plays but it is out now and it's it's um you know it's available for you to go and buy so go and check it out for just a fiver which is just good which is good next up then the new pokemon snap game has a new free update which has three new areas and 20 new pokemon or pokemon as i like to call them uh my brother um was playing this when i um was in my mum's house the other day and I asked him what he was playing and usually he sort of goes yeah none of your business uh, but in this occasion he said uh, Pokemon Snap that was a spot on impression of your brother by the way for anyone who doesn't know your brother it just sounded exactly it's like him quite like him yeah uh, I don't actually remember if it was this one or the other one he was playing but anyway the fact is that this is good news for any Pokemon fans I think you quite like the idea did you not play a bit of this actually Snap? I did yeah my neighbour went away for a couple of weeks and posted Pokemon Snap through my letterbox and said here have a play while you're away uh, Unfortunately, it came at a time when I had no time to play, but I've I have tried it for about maybe half an hour, and it was far more engaging and relaxing and fun than I thought it was going to be. I had to, I had literally zero interest in this title until I put it in the, the Switch, turned it on, and went, oh, this is quite nice. It's going on rails and taking pictures of Pokemon. I quite like this. And it was kind of probably bolstered by the fact my son is now massively into Pokemon. He can name every single one of them and what their power-up moves and what region you can find them in. And I, I'm completely lost, but he seems to know all about them. And he was very excited about this. He tried it and yeah, he managed to take a couple of pictures. He did, couldn't quite get all the controls because he's only six years old, but he did an adequate job of pointing the camera in roughly the direction of a Pokemon and taking a picture of it. Uh, when he went to bed, I tried it for half an hour and thoroughly enjoyed taking pictures of Pokemon. So... I mean, Mike, I've only tried the very first level on this, but I really do want to play it more. And at some point, I'm hoping to borrow it from the neighbours again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm quite chuffed the fact there's some more content coming. And it's actually quite nice that they're ex- they're supporting the game, chucking it more content that is free. They're not yeah. paying you, or you're not paying you. You're not having to pay for this DLC. It's just coming your way for free. And they hadn't really given us any indication up front that they were going to be doing that, at least not that I'm aware of. So, no. yeah, big up well, to Nintendo and the Pokemon Company. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action-adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes, it doesn't quite work. And you, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative a construction off the <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely entirely check out the gaming blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now yeah i think it's cool i think it's great and you, you know my thoughts on free content on existing games i think it's what keeps them going half of the time you know it's 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 amazing how Splatoon's life and longevity has done so well because they've continued to support it. Well, so I see, I get great. that because that's an online game that's engaging people and people are doing things with it. But Pokemon Snap is very much a solitary pursuit. Mm. So this is just altruistic. I mean, I can't think of mm. any other reason they they chuck it out other than the fact that, eh, we've got some time, it's kind of cool. I mean, they've added three new levels and 20 new Pokemon. That's quite a bit of development work. 
Yeah, but maybe it, <laughs> maybe it's a sign that the sales have been good and actually they've said, well, you know what, we should invest some more time because you know eventually if you have that kind of fan base, the second game or something similar with a different vibe, if they feel that they're being supported, as in the players, then you're more likely to go and buy the next one. Well, I certainly am anyway. Anyway, Xbox Game Studio have announced Ori the Collection. It's a physical physical collection of both. Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori and the Will of the Wisps coming out on the 12th of October. So just just after my birthday, uh, hint, hint. Um, but um, no, <laughs> Wait, it's, hold on. I'm, I'm going to buy you a birthday present? Are we uh, doing this now? <laughs> I mean, I, I I'd assumed, but sure. Um, anyway, uh, no, no, not at all. But this is quite an interesting one because both these games are really, really well reviewed and I haven't actually played them and I think I would absolutely fall in love with these games. But I think... James has played them and says they're amazing. And the collection, physical, really happy. The fact it's from Xbox Game Studio as well, as we know, that's kind of cool that we're getting that physical on the Switch. There's a lot of connection there we've talked and heard about over the years. But um, just a really good, solid collection and good one for the physical collectors among us, Al. It is. I've just been Googling to see how much it was going to cost. And apparently it's going to be $50, Mm -hmm. which seems kind of pricey to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know you're getting two games in the box, but... Neither one are new games, and that just that feels a bit high to me. What, do you have the same reaction, or do you think it's a fair price? Uh, what, $50, what, like £35 or something like that, maybe? I imagine $50 would probably translate to 50 quid because it usually does. Um, Not always. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll sell it at fifty pounds. I think I think it's going to be RRP, probably thirty nine ninety nine. I would think. And if um, if it's higher than that, then yes, I would agree. But I think it will be 39 at name. But I think as well, you'll find that that will come down um, if they've made enough of them. If there's, if there's, you know, if it's the limited games, limited run type approach, then they won't be. But I don't think that'll be the case because it's coming directly from Xbox Game Studios. So I think that um, I think that's a I think he's on the pricey side. But I think for those games, the quality of those games, I can't really have too many complaints. I think if I was buying them, I would wait till they're in the sale because. That's just me and the way I tend to work with my most of the games I buy. But um, I don't think it's what the interesting thing about this, Al, is that I was reading about this the other day. I was thinking back to the height of the SNES days and the height of the Mega Drive game, uh, Mega Drive days. And the prices of those games, as you'll remember, were like 30, 29.99 for a kind of top game on the Mega Drive of the SNES was kind of normal. No, uh, they were still 50 quid back then. I still 50 quid, yeah, 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 they were, yeah. yeah. They were even more expensive, right? But you could get a good game for something between 30 and 50 quid. Virtua Racer on the um, the 32X, I think it was, was something like £70 when it launched. And in fact, the Mega Drive version was something like £70 because it had some chip in it, um, which couldn't run, you know, which made it run like it did. Um, and it's still a very good version of the game. But if you think about inflation and the fact that video games, brand new video games are still that price today, I do find it hard to complain too much when I think about, you know, but the, of course the, the competition is much greater. There's so much more out there. You've got things like Game Pass and you've got cheap deals and you've got Steam libraries and all the rest of it. But I think for a, a developer to put out a physical edition for the people who want it, I think £40, I don't have an issue with that, but I think um, it will come down. It'll come down. We'll get it. We'll get it for 20 Probably. I've just been looking it up actually at a little bit more detail. So it's being released courtesy of I am 8-Bit, um, okay. th- that website. And the the collection is indeed $50. You get both games in one cart. But alongside that, they're also re-releasing the Ori Collector's Edition, which includes mm. both games and various collectibles. 
and uh, pre-orders live for just $150. But if it's one of these companies, I don't know why I'm 8-bit particularly, but if it's one of these companies like um, Limited Run and there's another one that I have bought from before, those games' value will will stay the same or increase because there won't be that many of them available. So it'll be interesting to see how that does go. I, I need to do some more research to find out which way it's going. If it's just a standard release, it'll drop in price. If it doesn't, you'll be lucky to get it at that price. And that's just the way the way it works. I mean, some of those limited run games are ridiculous. There's the game. There's a game which is the highest rated game on um, IGN. Uh, and, and basically, what's the, when you take them all, the aggregate, um, review scores and uh, what's the metacritic? metacritic right so it's number one in metacritic or it's now number two but it was number one it's the house of fata morgana or fata morgana and it's a visual novel on the switch right and i've never played it and i don't think you've played it and it was just getting the the most unbelievable reviews it's now slightly underneath legends of zelda now i think um breath of the wild but that game has just been released on limited run and those physical editions, because that game is so well reviewed, they will just they will just fly. They'll be, they're going to be two hundred pounds like quite quickly because some of those limited run games are going for over a hundred already. So it is a tough. It's, I can I can see both sides of the argument, and um, you know it's kind of false economy though, isn't it? It's like you know if we'd release a thousand of them, and suddenly the prices go up and so on. Yeah, I don't fall for any of that stuff. But hey, if you can make money on it, sure. Why not? I do. Go for it. I see it and I'm like, I want that. Why do I not have it? You're going to take all my money. I'm like Fry from Futurama in the in the, uh, in the meme, you know. Uh, next up, Sega Picross has got a demo. So um, yeah, I saw this. Uh, <laughs> I might play this because I quite like Picross. I'm not very good at it, but um, I just saw Sonic in it, which looks kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's being released. Uh, Picross was the S Genesis and the Master System edition has mm-hmm. been released and they're giving us a free demo. Free demos are fun. I still don't understand Picross. I have I just a number of time, number of Picross games that come out. I've looked at every single trailer and gone, I don't get it. Yeah. What's happening? I huh? think it's like it's a bit like my it's a bit like Minesweeper really, but just a bit more you know well, I mean, that's my impression. of I've played it before, managed to figure it out, and then forgot again. So, next up, Mon Poke have announced a new Pokemon uh, themed baby clothing line. Um, it's a great name for a company, by the way. And yeah, this is kind of cool. I've got a baby coming. Maybe that would be kind of cool. Little Pokemon, little baby. Pokemon uh, you're gonna girl. have to go to Japan to get them because it's Japan no. only. <sighs> well, yeah, I will be in Japan. Monopo- was it Mon Monopoke? Mon Poke? Mon Poke. It's yeah, Pokemon a, It's a product from the Pokemon company. Yeah, of course it um, is. And they, they released the, the... Well, they took the... What's it called? The Red Trademark a couple of years ago and everyone got all excited thinking it was a new game. And they mm-hmm. went, no, no, it's not a new game. Clothing brand. For babies. I mean, it was... <laughs> and all- everyone like, oh, okay. But to be fair, the stuff is cute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was quite obviously um, not any other company because I think you, they would be sued straight away for using Mon Poke because it's literally Pokemon... Well, not backwards, but you know, it's an anagram, I guess. Um, but yeah, they do look cool, I must admit. Next up, Super Meat Boy has some intense box art. I have seen this. <laughs> intense. That is that is a very tame way of putting it. Holy balls, it's scary, Mike. <laughs> yeah, do you remember the Robbie Williams rock DJ music Yes! Video? That's what it reminds me of. Ah, I knew it looked familiar. It's like a cross... Yeah, so the, for anyone who's not seen this, so Super Meat Boy, we all know what Super Meat Boy looks like. He's like that mm. red square cube thing that runs around. The front cover for the game is not that. Basically, picture as Mike described: either Robbie Williams when he's got all his skin flayed off in that music video for Rock DJ, or kind of 
what's it called? Is it The Thing from The uh, yeah. Incredibles? Or is it The Incredibles? The Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, Like the Four, rock yeah. guy, but instead of being covered in rock, he's covered in like bloody flesh. That yeah. is on the front cover. It's like a realistic version of Meat Boy and it's terrifying. It, and he's holding a weird creature, which I suppose is supposed to be a female version of Meat Boy. I don't know. I don't like it. It, it looks like something out of Star Trek that's gone horrendously wrong. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I'm not up for it. Uh, Digimon Survive has been delayed to 2022. It was originally planned for 2019, then 2020, then 2021, and now 2022. So we'll see at some point 2023, maybe. 2024, 2025. I mean, to be fair, is anyone talking about Digimon? Truly, I uh, mean, Pokemon is all anyone was talking about at the moment. Does anyone care about Digimon? Really? Yeah, there's a big, there's a big Digimon following, but not us. I mean, I don't mean that in a in a way that I don't like it. I just have never played it. But yes, Digimon is is popular, but I don't think. The, to be honest, they're probably quite right to delay it because why would you, if you're Digimon, release it when there's so many Pokemon products kind of happening? Yeah, I mean, this is the year of Pokemon. It's the mm-hmm. 25th anniversary, or was it last year? We're, we're still Pokemon. It still we're feels Pokemon like crazy it's at the moment. Yeah. So, I mean, you can either try and ride that wave, or you delay, and whether they're delayed for a tactical reason, or just simply the game's not ready, which, mm-hmm. goodness knows why that would be the case, given the fact that it's now two years down the line from when it was supposed to be. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, if, if we're going to get a game eventually, uh, but I suspect that not many people really care. In fact, if, if you uh, or someone who's out there who loves Digimon and are desperate to get mm. in the game, then get in touch with us and tell, tell us how wrong we are. Absolutely, and I'm sure we are. Uh, Annapurna Interactive have had a showcase. Now, I really like some of the stuff that they have released and announced and Outer Wilds which is a game I'm quite excited about being on the Switch that has a release date of September 28th so a game that um, not to be confused with the Outer Worlds although I did find this amazing article this week Al, the only person who's worked for both Outer Worlds and Outer Worlds at the same time yeah, yeah, what are the chances how can somebody work on both games at the same time that have virtually identical titles I know, I know <laughs> I mean I presume they're a contractor, I saw the headline, I didn't read the story but that is wild <laughs> yeah it's cool isn't it I, I mean this game um i must admit um it's it's perfect for the switch i'm I'm really hoping it's going to be a good port i really hope it is uh, there's been much um hype i feels like the wrong word praise heaped upon the uh the game on various other platforms it's been out on uh playstation a couple of hours for pc yeah. a while yeah um so it'll be nice when we finally get it songs of port is done well I think we released some extra DLC uh, for it at the same time, which yeah. is kind of cool. I don't know whether... I don't actually know whether they said we were getting the DLC. Uh, Echoes of the Eye, I think it was called. Mm. Um, I don't know whether we're going to get on the Switch or whether we will be behind on getting that too. I presume once the port is done, it's easy enough for the DLC to be integrated. Yeah, I'd imagine. So, what well, September 28th. It's not that long until it's coming out, which is good. They also announced a Memoir Blue, which is an animated uh, interactive poem uh, or poem. What? What? What's your thoughts on this one? <laughs> trippy <laughs> very trippy i mean it's 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 nothing that actually that grabs my attention in the slightest but i can see why it could appeal to a lot of people it looks like it has a lot of depth and a lot of emotion it's basically storytelling about relationship between i think it's sort of a mother and daughter type idea and sort of a cross between reality and dreaming and it mixes sort of 3d graphics with 2d sort of hand-drawn illustration type thing there's a lot to like in it to be fair mm-hmm. it, it looks, looks very really nice. calming and interesting um, 
but yeah, not not floating my boat at all. And you you like graphic novels and more interesting mm. kind of stuff than I do. Is this ticking any of your boxes? Yeah, although I want to see more. I want to know more about what it's like because at the moment I've just got this overwhelming feeling of sadness when I look at it, which is which is fine. But you know, I, I'm not sure. I need to be more invested in it, so I, I need to find out more before I committed to it. Um, but the other one they announced was also quite interesting. That storyteller, which um, definitely got me interested uh, as well. I mean, I'm not sure it's my the right thing, but you you do get the opportunity then to actually create your own stories which i think is really cool it's a novel idea it's not <laughs> a novel really <laughs> <laughs> i think we thought about that, that was an unintended pun okay. um i saw yeah you, you create your own stories it gives you sort of a scenario and various bits to play with and you just drag and drop the characters or actions onto a template and make mm. a story so it'll, it'll give you the title say make a story about sorrow and you've got to drag people on and it'll kind of tell you where they got it right or where they got it wrong but basically, it looked like it could be fun for five minutes and then really monotonous, unless there's some sort of overarching depth or story arc that drives you to continue doing this. Because otherwise, you're literally just dragging things onto a box and making a little story over and over and over. I was bored by the time I watched the end of the trailer. I was engaged at the beginning, by the end of the trailer, I was like, yeah, I'm fed up now. So I really hope there's more to it, because it's a lovely... Ooh, it's me whacking the microphone. Uh, it was a lovely um, concept, a lovely idea. Um, this wait and see what happens when it gets released yeah I, I tend to agree I'm slightly worried that the longevity is not there because it does seem slightly gimmicky although fun I mean I liked interactive books when I was a kid for example they were fun and you could choose your own adventure and things like that but this one obviously it depends on what the depth is I guess if there's a lot of depth and what you can do and what you can edit you might be able to do quite a lot with it but my concern is that, as you say you might play it once and then go okay well what now uh, the other one they've announced or they've actually shown us some gameplay is Neon White which is quite different to the others uh, actually and it's quite a different kind of vibe but um, it's all about kind of first person action and um, apparently you're exterminating demons in heaven so an interesting concept and it looks quite cool it does. I know Anton was quite taken with this when it was first released. He is probably, of the three of us, the main presenters, I guess, he, I think, is the one who's most likely to go out and actually buy this. And mm. it does look like, as for first person, I'll call it shoot 'em up go. It's not really a shoot 'em up It kind no. of is. Somewhere between a speedrunner and a shoot 'em up yeah. The idea being, or I'm not sure, a first person shooter, the idea being that you run around heaven and you either use cards to use a weapon to shoot a gun, or you discard it and you use the card's ability, like jumping quickly or travelling forward as a fireball or whatever it is and you've got to try and get from the beginning of the level to the end of the level in as fast a time as possible I think in the demo the guy did it in about 8 seconds Yeah, and it was impressive to watch, I had no idea how he managed to do it that quickly, it was cool but I just watched that and it stressed me out so much Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I'm not sure it's my kind of game, although I do like the look of it and I would definitely have a go of the demo if there was one. That could, could be the way to, to hook people in. But certainly it looks well done and hopefully the, the Switch version will be will be just as good. Okay, let's move on to some rumours. Now I'm not normally one for gossip, but... There's been another Animal Crossing data mine and it suggested the existence of a museum cafe in a future update. Now to me and you this means very little. Um, but to Anton, this would have been particularly, and to James, actually, um, and to Emily. And to Emily, yep. Uh, <laughs> so basically, all the people who aren't here would be very interested in this. Yes, but for <laughs> us, it means very little. But again, it's great. Isn't it great that Animal Crossing continues to, I mean, whether this is going to happen or not, it, it, they continue to give people content. 
They do. Uh, I mean, uh, in real museum cafes, I'm quite interested in because they do tend to do quite good food. I was down in the Natural History Museum in London a couple of weeks ago on holiday. Uh, I saw Andy's Clock. For anyone who's got kids and knows what Andy's Clock is, it's there. It's very exciting. I've been there and before. And it's right inside the cafe. Um, it <laughs> is. For those I know of, what you're talking about. Yeah. For those of you who don't have kids and don't know what Andy's Clock is, doesn't matter. It's a big clock, but it's cool. Um, yeah, that cafe is very good. But a museum cafe in the video game, I have no idea what that means. I kind of intrigued i want to know i mean is it already a museum does it not have a cafe is it a museum of cafes i don't understand i know maybe maybe it's yeah a museum yeah a museum of cafes i don't know i suspect it is a cafe within the museum in animal crossing but um yeah we shall see and i'm sure anton will give us the lowdown next week and next up in our rumours from Variety, Pokemon live-action series in early development at Netflix from Lucifer's Joe Henderson. So, are we getting... I mean, you loved the movie, didn't you? What, the Detective Pikachu? Yeah. I thought it was amazing. I, I was I was like a stupid little child watching going, oh, it's coughing! Oh, it's that! And seeing all these Pokemon in real life. I, I mean, I was never the biggest Pokemon fan, but I played Red or Blue. I forget which one it was. I think I had Red. I played mm-hmm. that when I would have been a teenager and thoroughly enjoyed it and that's about my extent of Pokemoning until relatively recently when I started playing um, Let's Go Eevee uh, and obviously Sun has got into Pokemon so these things are beginning to creep up a bit on me now but I was sur- I loved seeing all these Pokemon in real life in that movie add to the fact that it was a good fun movie and add Ryan Reynolds which you know he makes every movie better in fact actually I think Ryan Reynolds probably makes everything better but that's a that's a conversation for our expansion <laughs> chat or last call or something like that. Um, and I, yeah, the idea of having a live action uh, show of Pokemon on Netflix is quite appealing. I don't know whether it would be for an adult audience or a kid audience. I'm assuming it will be aimed at child audience because why wouldn't you? Um, but if they do it well and they've got plenty of sort of adult comedy and stuff in it, then it could be it could be brilliant. It could be really, really good. It could also, however, be an absolute unmitigated disaster. <laughs> I know. I know. Have, um, you, have you watched Lucifer? No, I, I know very little about all of the connections in this, which is um, which is kind of a shame because I, I do think it's a great um, thing if this does happen because we know that Netflix generally tend to be fairly fairly safe. Um, but as you say, you just never know, do you? I mean. It'd be cool, though. I think there'd be a lot of people very excited for this, personally. But we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I must admit, I don't think I could add another TV show to my list of things to catch up on. There's just far too many of them. Indeed. Well, to be fair, you play have a while to wait. I mean, I don't know when we're going to get this. I suspect it'll be some point next year, probably. I don't imagine yeah. it'll be coming out in 2021. Might not even no. be 2022. Who knows? Very true. Well, I'll tell you what, you don't have to wait much longer for. It's the quiz. I have so many questions. Huzzah! Quiz time. I do enjoy quiz time, although it's slightly less satisfying when you've not got someone to play against. Yeah, that's all right. That means I can win. True. That's me whacking the microphone again. That's the second time in one episode. I've got it in a weird angle today, and to Fine. move my hands to the mouse... It shows I... that we're real human beings, Al. That's all it is. It's, you know, that's we're real-life human beings. Well, I mean, that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the quiz about? Are we changing things up? Are we keeping it the same? Is it me against Anton, even though he's not there and he'll still win, or what? Well, let me have a thing. So, I'd already... I, I'd created a different quiz for once because I decided since um, we were going to have uh, sort of um, different hosts, shall we say, that mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't continue the same format. I would just do a little one-off one. But unfortunately, we've not got James, so I'm tempted just to pit you against you and to see how many you get right. And if you get them 
Uh, oh, you're not going to get them all right. I was going to do closest to the pin. It doesn't right. really work. Okay. Mm, how? Well, let me give, me give me two seconds. I'm going to think about this. I'm going to speak while I'm thinking about how I'm going to do it. I'm going to give you a point mm-hmm. if you can get to within five minutes of each time. Right. And I'll give you ten points if you mm-hmm. get it on the minute. Not to the second. Okay. You get ten points on the minute. So you have... 10 games here which means in theory you could get 100 points in one sitting like wow and and do they count against my tally against anton yep <laughs> right okay come on then let's see what we've got what we got what's the what, how does this work what, what so, are we talking about uh <laughs> yes i've not explained that yet, have i no. so uh i'm going to quiz you on speed running times so i've got a selection of games here and i've written down the time for the world record speed run for each of these games so i'll name the game I want you to tell me what you think the world record is for the game being completed. And if you get within, I said, five minutes of it, you get a point. If you get the minute, you get ten points. Okay, okay. Think you can do that? I can give it a go. I can give this a go. I mean, we have um, we have one of our Patreon uh, members here, Scotty, who is uh, listening live and has got his hand up as a volunteer to potentially um, play against me. Now, this is a never this is never done territory. This is like new territory if we invite him uh, to play against me. So maybe what Scotty could do is, um, as I know that uh, sometimes our patrons are not so keen to to be on the microphone, um, but if you let us know in the chat there, Scotty, you can either message uh, your answer and I'll play against you if that works, Uh, or if you want to come on the podcast, get a little phone beside you, hit record, put it in flight mode, and and then we'll do it. So what do you want to do? Do you want to just type it, or do you want to do, you let us know what is best for you, just while uh, while we, uh, we do it. Okay, right. Scotty, you're going to type. So in in our um, this is this is really fun. This just shows how real this is, right? In our actual recording um, setup on Zoom, we're on Zoom for this particular uh, live show. There is a chat box. I don't know if you can see that, Scotty, but if you want to use that chat box, it'll probably make it easier for Al to see the answers. Is that right, Al? Yeah, I uh, yeah yeah probably um, doesn't make a difference actually if you just put it in the, the Scotty just type your into the recording room chat This is uh, I will see it this is why you need to come and join us as one of our patrons because you could find yourself inadvertently playing the role of James slash Anton slash Leona slash Emily against me in the quiz alright here we go I'll give us the first one alright so the first game uh, I'm going to make Mike go first on each one Scotty mm-hmm. has the benefit of going second so <laughs> Mike what is the speedrunning world record for Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey. I want this so, in down down to the minute you don't need to get the second. Is the, is this the whole game? The whole game. Speed the run. Whole game. Complete, this, complete the game. Odyssey. Not 100%ing it, just completing the game. So I've completed Mario Odyssey um, and I'm assuming you mean the story mode, not yeah. like... Yeah, so that to me was probably... I did a lot of exploration. I probably spent 16 hours on it or something. So I reckon... Um, you could do those levels pretty quickly if you knew where you were going, but not less than a couple of minutes. How many levels are there? Oh, 15, 20, maybe, something like that. I'm going to go for 49 minutes. All right. And Scotty, what is your answer? I need to get myself a calculator because I need to figure out who's closest, I think. <laughs> no, Scotty could go 50 minutes, couldn't he? <laughs> well, this is true. He could do, yeah. You actually, know. that would probably be easier. There he goes. He's gone 50. He's gone 50. He's gone 50. <laughs> uh, in that case, first blood goes to... Scotty. Yeah, 
Okay, fair enough. <laughs> the uh, the actual speedrunning record is fifty seven minutes and thirty five oh, wow. seconds. So uh, forty nine wasn't that far off. That is not it that wasn't. Bad. No, you were you were pretty close. I am impressed. All right, okay. okay. Next game, Super Mario. Uh, not Super Mario, but Mario sixty four. Oh wow! Okay, that's going to be quicker then. Um, I mean, for me, it probably about six days. I actually want on my list to, to play because I really liked um, um, oh, uh, it's Galaxy Mario Galaxy on the the, the anniversary collection. It's really good. Um, sixty four. Let's think. It's what there are four different areas, four different worlds, something like that, and um, a few levels in each. I reckon sixteen minutes. This is to collect all 120 stars. I'll be oh, right, right, right. right. Okay, sorry, sorry, yep. sorry. Okay, that's longer then. That is going to be... It's still not going to be long, though, because it's not a big world in comparison to Lights of Odyssey. So I think it's going to be... I'll up it a little bit, but I'm going to go 27 minutes. Okay, Scott is going 33 minutes and 45 seconds. That means... <laughs> has he got Google? He does not have Google, but he is uh, getting the point because it is uh, definitely more than uh, your 28 minutes. It's more than his 33 minutes and 45 seconds. The actual record was set by uh, Batora in April of this year. One hour, 38 minutes and 21 seconds. Wow, it's still incredible for the amount of collecting you're doing. But um, yeah, I maybe was a bit optimistic there. Um, and, and you were. All right, let's, let's see if you can sort of... Um, get a bit closer this time because I'm so going to have a, a nil, massive okay. disadvantage to, to winning this because really Scotty just has to go above or beyond I but it's fine. Well, but, that's but, fine you just, you just take a see, time Scotty's uh, he's suggesting he goes first but I, I'm happy to have the pressure on me so go for it <laughs> alright Mike Super Mario World on the super, SNES super, on the SNES right yep. Super Mario World okay so now we're getting back to slightly limited now, I never played through Super Mario World and I have a SNES but I did have a Mega Drive and had Sonic and I know that could be completed in a couple of hours so speed running it much easier to speed run this kind of game um, is it collecting everything or just straight through it's just completing the game Not right the this, this is going to be lower this is going to be 26 minutes and 15 seconds alright Scotty's gone 27 minutes and 10 seconds oh wow we were really close and Scotty is closest again, oh, but he's still a mile, million miles away because Super Mario World was one hour, 21 minutes and 44 seconds. Wow. We, and 740 milliseconds. We really um, we really are uh, sort of thinking people are a lot faster than they are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. <laughs> to be fair, I had no concept. I would have been completely guessing the dark too. So yeah, you're not doing, as a group, actually you're doing horrendously. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Okay, I'm going back in time because you tell. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. Um, okay, so that's Nez. Um, oh, that's got to come down in time, definitely. But there are quite a few levels in this one because, you know, there weren't so much to pack in. I'm going to go... And this is, I'm presuming, not using the cheat, I'm guessing, because there were ways of skipping through vast sections of this game, but yeah, looking yeah, at the no, time, no. I'm guessing they've not skipped through it. No, I'm going to go 46 minutes and 12 seconds. Okay. Actually, Scotty's going to go, oh, he's gone 29 minutes, he's gone lower. This is the first time Scotty's gone lower, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was a big mistake. Because the actual time is one hour, nine minutes, and 38 milliseconds. So okay. that's one point to Mike. It's now one, three. Okay. Okay. The original Super Mario Brothers. Okay. When you on say... On, okay, on the NES, right? Because there was Mario Bros, which was... No, this is Super Mario Bros. Super yeah, Mario Bros on the NES. Okay. Um, did it burn? Uh, okay, what were we thinking here? Super Mario Bros on the NES. And this is the proper speedrunning one where you can skip big chunks of the game. Okay. This, I think... Because I've played this a fair bit, I think this is fast. So I am going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to be bold here, and I know I'm going to regret it. But I'm going to go 18 minutes and 16 seconds. 
Okay, let's see. Scotty's gone. 31 minutes, 6 seconds. So uh, that is two points to Mike. Ooh. The actual world record for speedrunning Super Mario Brothers is 4 minutes, 54 seconds, and 948 I, I had a feeling it was something ridiculous like that because I think I remember reading about that and I, I remember there being some way you could... Because I think you can get up the top. Yeah, that's and, exactly it. You can, you can on yeah. at least one, if not two of them, you can jump up along the top, find this magic warp pipe, which will let you skip like most of the game. Yeah, I, I found it accidentally whilst playing because I have the the watch. The, in fact, this thing here. Look, I have I have this. I always used to use this as a kid. <laughs> the the uh, game and watch, and I, I had, but I never had it as a kid. You see, so I, I discovered it while I was playing it recently. Went, ah, oh, nice! I can just run through the level. Great. Yeah, it is very very handy indeed. All right, well, you're about halfway through. Uh, so far, in fact, you're literally halfway through because there's five points in total. Scotty's beating you by one point at the moment, Mike. Three two. Okay. Three two. All right. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Okay, now I am going to go twenty nine minutes. And Scotty is going to go <laughs> 62 minutes. Oh! 3-3! <laughs> the actual time to complete it is 25 minutes, 33 seconds and 500 I, milliseconds. I vaguely remember this, and I think it's something to do with being able to fly it's like some ridiculous amount, and there's a there's a way, because of course you can go straight to it and take on... And go straight to Ganon, right? Ganon, off if you want to. Uh, if yeah, you yeah. want to. But well, you, apparently, not that it makes a big difference, but th- that... Uh, record is set using an amiibo because they've got a distinction between those people who use the amiibo and those who don't use the amiibo. Right. Amiibo gives you something or other. I can't even tell you what it gives you. Well, <laughs> Scotty's just go. said, excuse me while I jump out a window. Hey, man, it's cool. <laughs> it's 3-3. You guys are level pegging it here. It's all to play for. Okay. Uh, Mike may have an advantage on this one. May not. Simpsons hit and run. I mean, I'm still trying to complete it. Um, let me think. <laughs> that's a tough one there's like I can I can visualise almost every stage but I think it could be done really quickly so I'm going to go 38 minutes and 16 seconds 38 16 alright let's see what direction Scotty goes is it going to be higher or lower he's gone 19 minutes he went the wrong way he went very much the wrong way it was 1 hour 19 minutes and 53 seconds yeah because I couldn't think of any way you could do it much quicker and I was going to go quicker but I thought I don't think it's like it's that kind of game where you've still got to get to places so you've got to physically get there so there's always going to be slower I guess Indeed Alright well this is one for another one of our patrons What's the uh, speedrunning record for Fire Emblem Three Houses? <laughs> we have a Patreon uh, we have a, a, a Patreon supporter who's mad mad about all things Fire Emblem um, I've started playing this game and I looked at it and I thought, oh, it's going to take me hours. I think this is 10 hours, 45 minutes. And we've got 26. 26 what, Scotty? 26 hours. hours. <laughs> and Mike said, what did you say? 10 hours and something, 45 minutes. Mm, the speedrunning for completing the game is 1 hour, 10 minutes and 59 what? seconds. <laughs> oh, how is that possible? <laughs> well, I won that point, but I mean... No, you neither did, but you're, that you mean you don't deserve to win that point, no. to be fair. No, that's fair. <laughs> All right, another uh, relatively long game to play, but uh, what's the speedrunning record for Xenoblade Chronicles 2? Mm. Again, I've played a bit of it. I really liked it, but I only played maybe up to level three or something I think um two 
2 hours 45. Alright, what's Scotty going to go, higher or lower? He started off doing really, really well in this quiz. I mean, he was kicking your backside to begin with. Yeah. Two hours <laughs> 46, just to screw with you, Mike. <laughs> well, Scotty gets the point. Uh, yeah. It was four hours, 30 minutes and five seconds. Yeah, so, I, I didn't think you could be that short. But It's um, getting very, very, uh, very, very tight in here. Was it 5-4? Uh, hmm? What's the score? 5-4 to me? 5-4, yeah. Okay, The Legend of Zelda. A link to the past. This is the SNES one, in case you don't know. Mm. One hour and 12 minutes. God, he's going to go with one hour and six minutes. Ooh. Oh, you're both actually quite close. You're both close. Mm. Oh, one of you is closer. It is one hour, 23 minutes and three oh. seconds. Which means we have a decisive win. I did have a tiebreaker. Uh, Go so on then, give us it anyway. Don't We've got a decisive win. Mike <sighs> six, Scotty four. So the audience loses. Well done, Mike. Uh, I mean, I was very lucky. To be fair, Scotty started very well. It was a bit of a comumback. Can we? Can we so please I'm not going to go the crazy scoring because we ended up playing a different game. I'm just going to give you one point for that. Can we have? Uh, which can we... takes you up to eighteen to my Anton sixteen. But that was okay. good fun. That was the really interesting good. thing when I was doing cool. a research for this was how recently all of these records have been set. So yeah. I've expected someone to be like standing for ages, but pe- most of these, I mean, the vast majority have been set this year. I suppose people must just see them go, I'm going to take that on and then dedicate their gaming life to do it until they do it, I guess. So. Yeah, there's a few of the stories in here are, are amazing. I mean, like the, the guy who did The Legend of Zelda, uh, Link to the Past, he spent eight years trying to get the record and eventually <gasps> got it. Apparently half the videos when you watch them, the, the people who've broken them are so emotional, they just break down in tears afterwards because they've tried so hard to get these records and oh, they do. And I'm guessing a lot of people have been very bored during the lockdown. I've had a lot of time in their hands. And yeah, these records have been tumbling really, really quickly on all these games recently. And the oldest record there is September last year. Everything else has been set since then. How upset would you be if you broke it and you spent eight years doing it and then someone broke it again three weeks later? That happens. There was one of the games, I forget which one I was was researching, the guy had spent literally, I think it was eight or nine years getting the record and it got beaten two months later. (laughs) Right, come on, do your tiebreaker question because we want we uh, want one I'm more. I'm going to close the window now. It's gone, but I can I can quickly G- find give you us one. one Speedrun.com, which by the way is a wonderful website. In case All right, um, cool. Uh, I want as so, I type in speedrun.com let, to get my. I'm joking. Let me tell you what, Scotty, name a game, any random game. Okay, good plan. So Scotty, Scotty's uh, our my opponent on behalf of our Patreon supporters this evening. He's gone for Bubsy Bobcat. <laughs> that's a, that's, let's that's let's a see if it, has a, if it has a record. Bubsy Bobcat has <laughs> no records. Okay, there's another one. <laughs> All right, I've also come up on Goldeneye. Goldeneye, right? Goldeneye 007. What's the speedrunning record for that? All right, um, Scotty, you go first this time. Uh, where's the, I need an intro for the whole level? Full game leaderboards. There we go. Okay, um, my. Scotty's gone 13 minutes. I don't think it can be as short as that. I'm going to go... I'll make it fair. I'll I'll go for an actual guess. I'm not just going to say 14. I'm going to say 39 minutes and 13 seconds. Hey, Scotty was closer. It was 19 minutes and 22 seconds. Oh, well done. Well done. And amusingly, the person who held that uh, record has held it for about um, two months. They set it 11 months ago. The new record was set a year ago, so they've held it for a month. Wow. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. That's very cool. That's good fun. Enjoyed that, actually. A little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, just something random. It could be a good tiebreaker, generally. It could be. 
Yeah, I need to remember that. Speedrun.com. Yeah. Good place. Wow. Good, fight. Good fun. Oh, thank you very much. We, we credited you uh, website. So, uh, yeah, hope you, hope you like the credit. Uh, that is it for this week, by the way. Thank you so much to everyone who's uh, continuing to download and review and listen and uh, and to uh, listen to us on your commute, hopefully, if you're able to do that nowadays. And as well as that, to our Patreon supporters and um, for all of your huge support to make all this possible. Al, anything you'd like to add before we finish? Yeah, thanks for taking part, Scotty. That was awesome. Mm. Wonderful of you to step up and fill in Anton's shoes. Uh, it was uh, that was good fun. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Large yes, shoes. Uh, we are available on all the usual communication channels. You can email podcast at nsukp.co.uk. We're on um, something called Twitter at nsukpodcast. Uh, I think we have Facebook. I don't know if anyone checks it. I know I don't. Do you? Occasionally, I do. Occasionally. Okay. Um, you can. I mean, it's basically Twitter. <laughs> it's yep, basically the much. same as on our Twitter. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock on my front door. Send him a pigeon. Send him if you're buying them. my house, you can knock on my front door if you like. That's fine. Oh yeah, Mike's selling his house right now. Yeah, so you so can buy Mike's house if, if you, you want to buy it. Lying around, go buy <laughs> yeah. Mike's house, and then you can move in across the road from me. That's what I'm trying to do. Genuinely, what I'm trying to do. But that's the whole story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and with that, have a safe week, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Cheerio. Au revoir.